Y'all, I have never been so tired in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know, like, how we got to this point. I feel like the last 72 hours of my life have all just been, like, one really long day. But, like, in the best possible yeah, way. Like, like let me preface this. I'm in a fantastic fucking mood. It's I just, just like, had no... I probably had cumulatively maybe, like, eight hours of sleep over the last three days. Yeah. To be you, honest. You said it before, like, that you are exhausted, but for, like, the first time in a while, it's not, like, anxiety exhaustion. It's just, like, your body is tired. She you needs know what sleep, I mean? Bitch. Yeah. That's she just needs normal. some milk. She needs <laughs> some milk. Um, <laughs> AKA my favorite find. Um, hello, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And, boy. We need this coffee because, fuck, we still got, like, lots of stuff to do. Oh, my God. We've been having some issues with coffee lately. Like, I don't know what's been going on, but coffee has been giving me a lot of, like, weird reactions I'm over betrayed. the last couple of days but today i've been okay you know what yeah I, mean? I think it was we'll get into the whole thing but yeah, like we have I, so much to catch you guys up on to be honest but coffee was giving us a little bit of a scare there yeah oh my god a big scare to so in frank. terms of coffee we are drinking just regular hometown brew because honestly we, we just had people over and, and there's still some coffee yeah and so i know we got some other bincho coffees to try out yes. next week thank you for everyone that's been sending stuff to our p.o box by the way, yes. if you didn't know, we accept coffee, tea, and cat toys in our P.O. box <laughs> so we can share them on this podcast. Um, but yeah, the P.O. box is on our website, which is coffeewithrachel.net. You know, a little keeping house. I feel like it's been a while, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's also on our Twitter, which is at coffeewrachel. Chris's brain shut off as yeah, soon as he had I to recite like, that. What the fuck? <laughs> I, lo- I watched you like leave your body, like, to be honest. Was I Edward? Did I have a lot of emotions? Please stop bringing up Twilight. Like, you guys you guys thought I was trash. Chris has gone full Twihard. Listen, I just like to shit on certain aspects of it. I don't think he likes it. to shit. I think he loves it. Like, I'm enjoying honest. my... I'm honestly not We haven't lying. been able to read in like five days. I have been enjoying myself reading it, though. Like, yeah. not... Being not serious. ironically. Not ironically. Yeah. It's great. Uh, so coffee fact. Yes. I talked about this last week that you stole my thunder a little bit and that I wanted to talk about the different ways that different drinks are made. Okay. So like breve. I yeah, spoiled. Yeah. You Sorry. spoiled breve. Really rude. <laughs> so this nice little infographic I have here. So we have the classic espresso, which is just espresso shots. Wow. And then you have an espresso macchiato, which is espresso with milk foam on it. Yes. I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, you got it. That's if you're extra as fuck, to be honest. Yeah. And then you have the espresso con pana. I'm probably fucking this up. Which is, uh, I know what you're talking about, and I'm not even. That's just whipped cream on espresso, which is interesting. That is definitely like more of like a dessert, like after dinner kind of a treat. Yeah. This one I thought was interesting and probably too much is like steamed milk on top of coffee, which is a cafe au lait. Yeah. I just I actually really like those. Really? Yeah, is it not too was, much milk like for the like coffee? It, it depends on the kind. Like when I was working at Starbucks, I would brew like a really strong like the Italian roast, the French roast, the the, the dark roast. Yeah, any of the dark roasts and then you just do like half steamed milk and it's just like it's like a latte without it being too extreme. It just it's nice. It's comforting. Yeah. And then when Starbucks was like doing the whole like hey, we have flat you, whites. At Starbucks we called it a cafe misto cuz we're fucking Oh, that it? Well, it's half. That's half steamed milk, half coffee. Cafe au lait is definitely a little bit more. Um, it's like a little bit less steamed milk. You know what I mean? Okay. So I was. But like I Starbucks know... just fucks everything up. Like. Why the fuck misto? Like I don't know. That's weird. Misto. Misto. 
But uh, Starbucks also, when they were like, hey, flat whites, those are a thing. Like, I didn't know what, what was. that was when it's literally just a latte without the uh, foam on it. Okay. That's what this What Starbucks was doing was, like, wrong. Yeah. That's so, what like, everyone bitched about. We also fuck up macchiato. I say we. I don't work there. I haven't worked there for, like, five years. <laughs> a latte. I'm not attached to this brand anymore. A latte is espresso, steamed milk, and milk foam. And then a flat no white shit. is espresso and steamed milk without the foam. Okay. But, like, the way people order that is, like, they're, like, can I get a latte, no foam? And also, people that don't like foam, are you okay? What's going on? <laughs> The foam is the whole point. If you're getting a latte and you don't want foam, then that's called an iced latte. You know what I'm saying? Also, people that get iced cappuccinos, I judge you very much. Like, bubbly, iced... Yeah, I don't... I didn't even know that's a thing. And then at Starbucks, you gotta use, like, the dome lid. It's just such a fucking mess. There's obviously many more drinks, but I'm just gonna, you know, end it on... We're just gonna end it there. End it on those. Yeah. I am sunburned. (laughs) First yeah, I'm and not sure if I have sunburn yet or not. It's just my little cheekies. You know? Yeah, She's, as always, you they know, stick they're out there. so far from my face. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I was Rudolph. You oh, know, you know, you nose. definitely got some color on that yeah. schnoz. It's absolutely <laughs> happening. Yeah, I mean, I was SPF binge too all weekend. I mean, okay, so like, just to recap, where the fuck we have been? We have had such a week, but we've planned it. So like, we knew that the end of June was going to be absolutely lit. Like Honestly, our fucking lives always end up this way, where it's like we're, we don't do anything eleven months out of the year. And then like, there's like one week, like every couple of months, that is just like, hey, everything is happening right now. It's like that like, one, like that one part in High School Musical that was oh this week, <laughs> where it's like, where it's like the fucking musical. And the game are on the the same day. And the the science decathlon. Like, you know. Oh my god. Yeah, the the decathlon too. Bitch, it's always a decathlon. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so basically on Friday we went to LA because I had the Jason Mraz concert, which was the birthday present that just kept giving. Yeah. You know, (laughs) belated as fuck. Yeah. And I mean, fuck LA. I mean, she's a a city, I must say. Yeah. It's um, been so long since we've been... Well, you haven't been there since 2013. I've literally only been there one time before. That's crazy to me. I know. It's weird. And I hadn't been there since, like, I don't know, like two years ago? What was even crazier is that I hadn't flown since I came to Seattle. Yeah, that shook me. Yeah. So, like, Because you've the, done, like, two other times since then. Yeah, like, a total of, like, four flights. Yeah. Which, by the way, like, remember that time I flew by myself four different times and I was alive? Yeah. Because shook. where was I? Anyway, so... We're at this airport, right? Now, first of all, I must, like, take a second on this podcast to just give, like, an ode to SeaTac because bless her, you know? I have never thought I could feel, like... Pleasurable feelings for an airport. Yeah, exactly. That is what I'm thinking of. And yet SeaTac does it for me. I think fucking Newark. Yeah, I think... And if you heard that and just had, like, a (laughs) chill go up your spine, you've been to that trash... Philadelphia, like, I'll take Philadelphia. But still, it's still, like... And that shitty one in Allentown that you made me go to? Oh, my God, yeah. Fuck that one. That one was terrible. Listen, also the one in, like, Palm Beach, I think, Florida. Like, wherever the fuck we flew into Florida that one time, (laughs) I didn't like it either. But SeaTac, bless her heart. Like... It's the most, like well organized everyone is so wonderfully nice 
like, just it's quiet in there yeah when we were coming back like walking back from our flight back from la it was <laughs> back 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 uh i just like i was like listen to how quiet it is right now and it was just like you just hear footsteps but that was it, it was like crazy. it was so weird i must say like lax is absolutely the mo- i knew it i knew we've been here before but like fuck i just always forget how much i don't like that airport like we flew alaska airlines and like Which, also my favorite airline yeah alaska fantastic they give you a biscotti i mean what and it's vegan yeah. what more can you ask for <laughs> but like i wanted when we were flying back we wanted to get food from like the one vegan place they have in lax we literally okay we didn't want to spend a lot of money when we were in la because we had already spent so much money on like the concert, the hotel, and the flight. So, and by the time we got out of the concert, I was just, like, not trying to, like, find food. So we literally ate Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, who knew that they were vegan? I'm yeah. Glad. yeah. I mean, they're really basic. So, so by the so. time we got to the airport again to, like, fly back to Seattle, we were so hungry. I don't think I had anything green in, like, 48 hours. So I was like, I'm dying right now. I need a salad. the most overpriced vegan salad. But honestly, she was so good. But, like, had to walk, like five miles to get to the other terminal. I sat to, like, my ass <laughs> in the same fucking seat with my purse on your seat waiting. I literally, like, I took an adventure. I went to Narnia, like, it uh, You was were wild. gone for so long. I, I was know. getting worried. I was like, he's gonna miss this flight. I almost, like, I almost, like, left and had to go back through security because I got to, like, this, like, <gasps> yeah, I went... That's, like, my fear is, like, accidentally walking through and then having to go back through checkout security yeah because like i went down this one really long hallway and then like thank god there was an employee just like sitting there making sure people didn't fuck it up oh and so see, then they, they tried i was about to go earlier. through this door and then i was like i better ask first because i saw some warning signs and i wasn't sure and then she was like yeah if you walk through this door you're gonna have to go through security again no and so i was like thank god i didn't do that <laughs> you wouldn't have even had any luggage with you because i was holding everything it would have just yeah. been you but, yeah like still annoying so okay first of all I must talk about, like, my weird panic attack that I had. Like, we... That was probably the lowest point of, like, this past whatever but time. But it's fine because, like, it happened, like, in the beginning. So everything was just, like, a beautiful climb up to the sky yeah. after that. So, like, basically, on Friday morning, our flight was at, like, what, 7-something-ish? Yeah. Yeah, left at 7. We were up at 3 o'clock in the damn morning. Yeah, because we had to take, like, the link. We're the... T- All right. I'm the type has to get to the airport at least like two hours before my flight yes that's my level of anxiety and planning okay that's usually like you know the word is that you should be there two hours before yeah i just i really need to know even if i know like whenever i'm flying alaska like we're always in the same exact terminal too like yeah it's always the same exact spot and i know how to get there very quickly now but like still i just I like to get there early. So we woke up super fucking early and I just, I don't know, like when I get up early and I have a lot going on and a lot to like prepare mentally for, I'm not hungry. You know what I mean? Like I'm just not hungry. So we were like not eating anything. I mean, that's me too. Like when we moved into our first apartment and I was like nervous and I almost like passed out because I hadn't eaten anything. You did pass out. I didn't like actually lose consciousness, but like I was like, whoa, I'm weak and lightheaded. Yeah. But like we get to the airport in SeaTac and everything and we go, we go to Starbucks and we get like both of us plain bagels with nothing on it because vegan options. Am I right? (laughs) And then we got cold cold well i got a cold brew and i got now, a hot coffee because i'm weird if you've had a cold brew in your life you know that that's that's something you get when you need to be like revitalized but what yeah. happened to me was that image of the skeleton where he's leaving his body <laughs> because he's over caffeinated but still dead and that yeah. was me 
Um, so we're on the airplane and I had probably only had like maybe like four sips of my coffee. Yeah. And and I mean like half of it went on your jacket because oh my kids God. spilled it. We were just like sitting in the airport and I had my coffee like sitting next to my suitcase on the floor and this kid just like straight up just like kicked it. And I was like, <laughs> um, excuse me. Like why? God, our child free. Am I right? Um, luckily it was just like a, one of those like waterproof jackets. So it was like yeah, fine. Was but fine. I was just like, honestly, this is so This is mean. not a good omen for how this is going to go. <laughs> I can't leave an airport without spilling coffee on myself. Yo, that's so real. <laughs> that's actually part of my brand. Yeah. <laughs> um, just so you know. So we're on this plane. And we're in the initial part where you're just, like, sitting there tense, waiting for them to, like, actually do things. And it was, like, really warm on the plane. And I don't know. I just started, like, panicking. And I've never, like, I'm not afraid of flying. Even for a binge that's afraid of heights. Yeah. I genuinely am not afraid of flying, even though I've seen all six seasons of Lost. (laughs) Like, it's all, the only part about flying that stresses me out is, like, finding my terminal, getting through security, not losing my bag. Yeah, it has nothing to actually do with, like, being in this tube in the air, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, so I'm just like sitting there and all of a sudden I think like the not having any food in my stomach really besides that like shitty bagel and then the coffee, it was making my heart race. And I was just like suddenly experiencing like extreme claustrophobia. I was like, oh my God, like, cause when I don't feel good or like I get panicky, my thing is I need to pace. I need to open windows. I need like a fan blowing on me. And like you're, when you're in an airport or not an airport on a fucking airplane, you're tightly enclosed, like with no open windows and just hanging out. I was struggling, but it was fine. I like went into the airport, not the, I keep saying airport. I went into the bathroom on the plane and I'm like literally standing in front of that mirror going, Rachel, you can do this. It's a two and a half hour flight. You're not even scared. Why are you doing this? Like I was giving myself a fucking pep talk. I was fine though after that, but like, it was not good. It was, <laughs> it was not a not good start. Good. But our like hotel was great. Oh like, my god, the hotel was so good. They let us check in like so early, which yeah. was so nice. And we they got upgraded there so our room time. for free. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? I, I have no idea, but like they gave us the king size bed, which was fantastic. She was so plush, honestly. Yeah. That bathroom was so nice. Oh, I want a bathroom like Oh my like god, that. if I am ever going back to LA that's the place I'm picking to stay yeah. in because it was so nice and it was right by urgent care so like just it's safety a win 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 you, you know? know overall yeah so we get to LA and it's hot as fuck surprisingly though like we didn't have any traffic troubles the entire time we were there every uber driver was like Shook. this is not normal and I was like I believe you <laughs> like and I just have to thank all of the people of LA for not discovering Zipcar. Yeah, so that way what are you guys I, doing? So that way I'm I could mad. have all of the Zipcars and take them wherever I needed. Zipcar <laughs> saved our lives. Yep. <laughs> also, my Uber driver that took us to the actual concert, and she, because she was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, it's like a belated birthday present. And she was like, oh, when's your birthday? And I was like, oh, it's February. And she was like, oh, an Aquarian? I was like, no, a Pisces. And she was going to launch in to like, telling me about my Pisces nature. Which like, you know all about. Exactly. But like traffic started getting weird and she was getting distracted. But like, honestly, what an LA vibe. That was the most LA vibe ever. It was ever. so <laughs> pure and wonderful. So we go to this concert that's on the same day as the day that we woke up. Like on Friday, we just like were up for almost 24 hours straight because we went three o'clock, then we had flight, 
getting to our hotel, checking in, all that shit. Then you were immediately started like getting ready, and yeah. then we went to the. I like concert. didn't have any makeup on, and I looked like such a potato, like running around LA. <laughs> and then I like got myself glam as fuck for the concert. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, it was so great. I really like the Hollywood Bowl. I've never been to that venue before. Yeah, I it was like, really nice. The bench hurt my ass, but like then I stole someone's seat cushion, so like it was fine. Yeah, <laughs> people just like abandoned their seat cushions, and we we're like, all right, yeah, cool. And like, yo, okay, so it was his birthday, and like, if you guys know, like, I don't care, drag me all you want. I fucking love jason mraz okay i've loved him since like 2004 Listen, it doesn't need to be yes you get it i'm yours Blah. like it doesn't need mess. to be a thing that you drag honestly because like he's a fantastic artist i don't give a and fuck i love his voice i love his lyrics and i just fuck with him he's okay? a man that really appreciates music yes oh my god so he's got like a band right and historically his band's been like mostly male now he's got like basically like an all female band, and they are all like the hottest, coolest, most badass women I've I ever want experienced. To be with all of them. All he does is like he runs around and he just finds all these talented fucking women that are amazing at certain instruments. Like there's this one girl that plays a sitar and she's like fucking amazing. There's another girl that does all the crazy wild like beatboxing, but like extreme. Like she sounds like dubstep out of her mouth and nose. And, and she she's, was like, like fucking eighteen. She was like, like 18, 15. yeah. Wild. Like, he's literally got, like, an all-girl band, and it's so lit. Yeah, he's kind of like, he, he's got a new album that's coming out, and this felt like it was him, like, introducing you to, like, his the new his new brand. It. like. And they're, oh my god, such tight harmonies, you know me. Ugh. Yeah. But, like, I just, I loved it, I had a great time. He that played. That one bitch on the electric guitar. Like, oh, she oh was my god, fucking she everything. was crazy. I know. And, like, he, there was, like, a, okay, so this is so fucking wild, so who knew he was friends with fucking Justin Willman, AKA the ex host of cupcake wars. And if you know anything about me and Chris, you know, we have actually parodied him on cupcake wars in a YouTube video that is probably not up anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and he came out and like, cause he does magic now. Yeah. Cause this was like a, a special, it was his birthday. So he was having like special guests and stuff like that. And so we got to see Sarah Bareilles live. Yeah. As a surprise, do you know how shook I was? Do you know how much? Because you had I said cried? something to me that like, yeah, he, like Jason worked with Sarah on some music for her Broadway that she's doing I right now. I want to see that show, The Waitress or whatever. Yeah, like that would be so. And cool. the song they did was beautiful. So you were like wondering, like, I wonder if Sarah's gonna be here. I was like, like I know Colby Calais is showing the fuck up, and which she, she did. did. And she did, she did Lucky, of course, and then she did the Try So Hard song, and then he sang with her on that, and it was really pretty. But then Sarah Bareilles came out and shook us all. And it just really fucked me up. They played a special like birthday video for Jason, and like it he was got like shout outs from like the most random but on brand for us. Yeah, people. Like, it was like they knew we were there. <laughs> Literally, like they had Al Gore for you, for me. They had Kevin Spacey for both of us. Like Kevin like, Spacey was like, yeah, like I love your music when it was just like you in a coffee shop, like playing on acoustic guitar. And I'm like, why is Kevin Spacey me in middle school? In between I'm that, I'm very confused. <laughs> in between that clip and also. So of uh, Frank Underwood playing Monument Valley in House of Cards, I think we would be really good friends with Yo, Kevin Spacey. Yo, and he plays video games. You know that he told Frank's character to play video games. Yes. Like, he told Frank. <laughs> he told Frank. He had a conversation with Frank <laughs> oh, Underwood. Fuck. But overall, it was great. Great birthday present. It was a three and a half hour concert. Yeah, and like, okay, like, most concerts I've been to, they'll, they'll come out like a half hour late, 45 minutes, hour late. He came out at exactly seven like 659 it was like hey guys it's starting in a half hour here's bush wall gonna do some shit and then i'm gonna come out and he literally played for three and a half hours 
And it was just so special, and I'm Honestly, very happy that I, got I know to do this it. is only one of two concerts I've been to, but I can't that was that still that was such a good show. Mm-hmm. Like I had such a good time the entire time we were there. It was so was crying, amazing. But anyway, overall a good time. And then you know she had Cheerios, and then she was on her merry way. And then today was Pride, Seattle Pride. Yeah, we literally came back yesterday, and then today was like Pride all day. And we day. had a fantastic day. My hair is crispy. <laughs> I put in this like stuff because I wanted to paint my hair like a bi flag. Okay, I I literally stepped the fuck out yeah. full bisexual gear and like okay, let's get deep for a second. So upon getting ready for Pride like earlier in the month, I bought a shirt which I didn't end up wearing because it was too hot to wear with what I was gonna wear it with. It was gonna be like a black T shirt that said like erase. I think it was like. And bisexual erasure, I think that's yeah, what it yeah, says. Yeah, like, yeah. It's a basically like a bi-visibility shirt. And I was going to wear that with jeans, but it's literally fucking 90 degrees today in Seattle. And like, that's not normal. So I could not fucking do it. So I just wore a dress. But like today, I don't know. Like there's like this, you guys know, there's a stigma against bisexuals in the fucking LGBTQ plus community. And like, I've had friends who were bi activists, like show up at Pride and like be wearing full bi gear and then people literally boo them. So I was, you know me, the scared person. <laughs> Um, (laughs) I was nervous but I was like you know what I'm seeing a lot of my other friends that are also bi activists like out there like killing it representing us and I just was like you know what fuck it like I'm gonna go out I don't think anyone's gonna say shit like and if they do you're a fucking asshole like honestly I deserve to be here I'm part of the fucking community and so I painted my hair like a bi flag and I just I yeah and I had like the actually had a straight up bi flag with me yeah, as me well too. and no one said shit everyone was wonderful sarah sarah fucking ramirez liked my hair and i that's all the confirmation you shit need myself actually <laughs> okay i still forget that she follows me on twitter and i it's like she sees like bi tweets and then like my really weird tweets yeah. i'm like i'm really hoping she <laughs> has like, like a anybody filter. famous that ever follows you like, is like <laughs> the verified feed is usually like very tame and a lot of like people promoing their shit and like i can only imagine like what it looks like when i'm up you know what i mean like <laughs> me like retweeting Bree's like weird birds like just, it's a mess oh my god but like okay so pride another thing that i've historically been anxious to attend i've had friends discourage me from going before but we had the most amazing time the bi visibility section of the parade literally made me cry i i also saw like so many bi and pansexual and asexual and transgender flags and it just made me feel like there was so much like more representation happening at our pride at least from what i could see i mean i'm sure there was a lot happening everywhere but i just felt really good about it okay i really liked it and it was a great time i mean it was hot as fuck but like i didn't even care it wasn't even that bad like the temperature like it was good and then we went to the seattle center and just fucking got some shaved ice and we're walking around that revived me i was so sweaty (laughs) but it was so nice like fuck i'm so glad that i went and oh and i like i posted photos on my instagram and then people were like oh my god i'm in this photo and shit so it was really oh my god really yeah one of the people that was part um in the planned parenthood section uh, they were like yo that's me i was like hey okay so it was really cool overall we've had like such a 10. good weekend yeah there's like there was definitely a big risk because you know there's just a lot of things happening and we were kind of like the week before we were getting, to be honest we were getting stressed like i know 
And like <laughs> this next week coming up, I do also have like a lot going on, but it's fine. July, I'm literally gonna sleep all of July until I get my tattoo. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much. Yeah. Like the only thing that we're doing in July is, is seeing like seeing the Seattle Symphony doing Harry Potter. Yeah, and you're getting a tattoo. Yeah, those are the yeah. only plans I have for the rest of the. Oh, well, we may or may not be getting a new apartment. Like we don't know yet. Yeah, There's, it's still in the same key. building because we love this building, everything about it. But they have like a layout that we really want that's like never available, and we're trying to get it. And they they might possibly let us get it without having to pay like a lease breaking fee. That's the only way we'll do it. Like I oh, don't yeah, break absolutely. leases ever. But this apartment is like once in a lifetime, and it would be so sick if we got it. There's so that might of, happen. Lots of things on the books, guys. Yo, I got people visiting us in August. And you got another uh, store launch in two Yo, days. Tuesday, like. you guys, watch out. ShopRWD.com. I have so much shit I'm putting up there. I made so many magnets. My hands are <laughs> quaking. No, but seriously, I'm so excited. And like, okay, not to get corny once again but i think you guys live for it to be honest i don't know but like you can tell how happy i am with the work that i'm doing and with etsy because even though i am tired as fuck i get home and i immediately like i know after this podcast it's like what 9 30 right now i know i am gonna shower and then paint some more shit because yeah. it makes me so happy like i want to give i want to take a moment to you know to just give it a moment of appreciation for this anxious bench over here who did all you're gonna say this ancient bitch and i was like excuse me (laughs) yeah god you're so old my crow's feet (laughs) who has done all of these things over the past like 72 hours and has i didn't have one breakdown (laughs) yeah you you didn't have one breakdown and that's historically you know, not normal you've been really into doing the work for shop rwd and all this stuff and it's just really cool to see you in a very good place I'm right in a now really like i all right we'll, we'll talk mental health for a little bit because you know what i feel like it has been a while and the reason why is because i've been doing really good like i and I quit my social media job because it ended up like, oh my God, this is what happens every time I get a job in Mercury retrograde. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, true. Like <laughs> now that I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Literally the past two have been like, they've, they've been going on during like retrograde as well. Like this them. last one was fine, but like it ended up being like less social media focused and then more like they wanted me to be like a job recruiter. I was like, this is not anything I that I, I give a fuck about. Also like. like you like that's not something that's a job that you like specifically train for and like i've never had it that would be the only time i've i mean i can put that on my resume now yeah you can definitely do so that, like but. that's cool but like as of right now i'm not applying for anything i am just living off of my you know content and my etsy and we're just gonna fucking roll with it because it makes me very happy and it's working out really great and like mentally she's doing so good i wish i could tell you guys like how how i don't know and that i hope it's uplifting like i don't want anyone to be like if you're in a bad place right now and you're listening to this and you're like bitter about it like that's not what i'm trying to do like i'm not trying to make you feel bad i'm trying to make you see that like you can go from literal rock bottom and feel really good and it's crazy how quick it can happen and you don't even notice it until you're living it like i don't know i'm just just think back to like you know six months ago when like you were quitting youtube six months ago okay so real talk the other day I was Skyping with an old friend and I had to use Photo Booth, right? 
and I go in a photo booth and there's a still screenshot from the very last thing that I filmed for YouTube, which was a live stream and we were testing out my camera. Yes. And I remember that day vividly because obviously I was extremely stressed to quit YouTube because duh, that's a big, big move decision. <laughs> but in this still shot, I have never looked so fucked, like just sad and gone. And it's not like all just because of YouTube, but like the place I was in in general, I just was not doing good. And just like seeing that was like, yo, that's why I made a change. And like, I don't know. I hope that's like uplifting for someone. Like it could be anything. It could be a job, a relationship, a living situation, like anything. Like don't be afraid to make a huge change. I love change, ironically, as a very anxious person. Yeah, it's really wild. Like I, I like a big change. Not every day. <laughs> no, no, but no, like, no. If something is sucking the life out of you in some aspect and you have the privilege and the means to move on from that do it that's i'm saying it does require a lot of privilege to be able to change jobs especially okay so i'm totally acknowledging that and if it weren't for the fact that like i live with you know my partner who is also you know very successful in his career like that probably couldn't have happened you know what i mean we we're constantly having like career moments where one of us has to pick up the slack and that's what exactly like like, of course like you know you were there to pick up the slack when i got laid off of course i'm gonna like always be there to pick up your slack oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but like that's the i'm just saying that i don't know i'm just doing really good (laughs) getting all sappy emotional over here well it's just i I can't remember the last time i felt this genuinely content with my life yeah, I'm there's that's not I don't have a single fucking thing in my life right now to complain about except for my blisters. Like <laughs> I have I have so many blisters. Like literally because I've been breaking in two different pairs of boots and they have it's like they're two different heights on my legs. So I have like high up blisters and then you've got like the lower the low blister. <laughs> two tiers, you know. Yeah, I love literally it. walking out of the Hollywood Bowl like in this giant herd of people like in, Okay, that in, I was stressed. In new boots like it was a lot. <laughs> something you know <laughs> also i gotta say la uber drivers they talk a lot like seattle no one fucking says shit seattle frees am i right yeah the honestly, city of introverts it's not a lie la is the city of extroverts i must say an infj could never fucking live in seattle <laughs> i mean not seattle fuck la an infj is screaming for seattle oh my god you know yeah but uh yeah so things have been wild i'm kind of looking forward to next weekend when i don't think we have no we don't have any plans i know i might dye my hair pink yeah because today i have like half pink half blue and half purple and yes people made the goddamn suicide squad jokes which i didn't even think about and ashley was literally like spraying my hair and she was like oh my god she was like it looks really good and then people made the suicide squad joke and then she was like i was thinking that like like, you're a fucking bitch but like i don't know i've never done any funky colors with my hair before and so I'm thinking, like, I'm going to do pink. Like, fuck it up. I don't know. It's Just do a little spice for summer, you know? I want to do blue. Like, I don't know. I'm just really feeling You'd be feeling fun just do, like, this days. little, like, semi, like, permanent, whatever the hell you yeah, call it. Yeah, I want it to, like, fade out. Like, you know, I'm not trying. Because I'm not really trying to, like, get my hair done anytime soon. I'm trying to save money. And, like, you guys know, fucking getting your hair done in Seattle is expensive. So or I'm maybe just going to, like, <laughs> fucking get it. I'm going to go back to being my Sally's, you know, bargain bitch <laughs> and just do some some little pastel but moments. But hey, at least the stuff you were using was, like, not bad. 
stuff you know no i'm not an asshole like yeah. i know how to do my own hair but like i don't i'm never gonna give myself a balayage like <laughs> the dude that does my balayage like has awards okay like she can't do that okay i wouldn't recommend doing your hair blonde at home unless you are a hairstylist like yes absolutely. i've never done my hair blonde at home i've just had so many friends have horror stories and i'm like i can't Oof. god it's because you gotta like mess with bleach right or something no chris you have to mess with like I'm just kidding. What? Of it's bleach. Well, you know, that's just a dangerous game. A dangerous game. It is. <laughs> oh, my God. I just thought of you. have to talk about Lila when you came back or when we Yo, came back. she screamed. And, like, we've been gone longer than this. Like, yeah. we were gone, like, maybe 36 hours. And, like, we've gone to, like, Mallory and Ashley's and have stayed longer. And she, when we came back, she was, like, actually screaming. She was so excited. Oh, I, I miss her. them so much. I know. Like, you know all those videos of, like, dogs, like, flipping the fuck out? Yeah. Like, the, I wish that I had gotten, like, a better video of her. Like, her jovial scream as I opened the door was, like, I've never felt more warm. <laughs> I always think of that one video of, like, somebody coming home and then a the cat, cat screaming. running down the stairs. Yeah, like, and his voice is, like, bouncing as he hits the it's stairs. It's so cute. That's the cutest one. I love that video. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. I know all the iconic cat videos of the internet. Oh, my God. <laughs> We just, like, we've been in this weird place where we're kind of just, like, reciting different vines to each other. (laughs) You mean, that's been a weird place we've been in for a long time. I feel as though, like, the best thing that ever happened to Vine was it dying. Because now (laughs) it's it's classic film. (laughs) (laughs) Is it not? (laughs) Free Shavakadu is up there with Rosebud. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? I I will watch a Vine thread every moment of my life if I could. I hate this. I know, this me too. To stop. So I want to talk about something that I read on the internet. Actually, I made you read it to me. <laughs> um, oh, God. There's been a thing that was confirmed about the Toy Story cinematic universe. Yes. And it just confirms to me that Pixar is the most fucked up group of writers that Honestly, to write for Pixar, you have to go through some shit in fucking, like... So why am I not writing for... <laughs> Honestly, you could. I know. I'll, like, write, like, a sad movie about an ocean whale. Oh, my God. I don't know. An ocean whale, as opposed to the <laughs> fucking pond Land whales. whales. <laughs> Bitch, that's oh, Lila. fuck. <laughs> so they gave backstory on to Andy's father... And it is just so fucking dark. So Andy's father is named Andy. Yes. Wow, surprise. And so that's the Andy that's written on the bottom of Woody's foot. His boot. Yes, because it's it's a different... It's definitely life-size. Because it's a different... Apparently, it's a different handwriting than how Buzz's name is written underneath his See, now I need to watch all of Tor Story because, like, when I'm young, I'm not paying attention to Yeah, these are all minor fucking details. This, like, confirms, like, a lot of details that I didn't know. That went over my head as a kid. Yeah. And so Woody was... Uh, Andy Sr. got Woody and he was a one of a kind prototype from a cereal company because like if you guys remember the second Toy Story there was like this whole like TV show thing yeah. that got cancelled and like Woody was a part of that and he didn't know it it's because like he was a one like a one of a kind toy that got cancelled before they, the show came out yeah exactly know? and so then Andy Sr. gets fucking polio and then he has to destroy all of his toys except he like crawls out of his fucking bed without the use of his legs i want to know 
why they did this backstory. I know. It's so wild. So he has to crawl out of his bed without the use of his legs to save Woody, Slinky, and Mr. Potato Head. And he puts them in, like, a chest and locks it and puts it in, like, the attic. And then he just, what, eventually gives that to Andy, right? Yeah, he gets better. Like, he recovers from polio, and then he has a kid and everything, and then... Uh, eventually he gets something called post polio syndrome which i'm not sure what that is yeah i'm not familiar so with, he but... gets sick again and then he's like yo andy there's something up in the attic that i want you to bring down this chest here's the key and so then like he goes and gets it andy jr comes back and his dad's fucking dead and so then like they have a whole funeral and everything and andy jr doesn't open up the chest until like way after the funeral because it's like sad and shit and yeah. so then like he opens it up it's like they open toy story with this like the beginning of up style you know what yeah. I mean? With this fucked up backstory or nemo oh my god well this is called toy story zero this whole thing is called toy story when are they zero. making that a movie honestly i wouldn't be surprised if they did yeah so eventually he just opens up the chest and uh the toys come out and they still think that this is andy jr or Andy Sr. because they've been locked away for so long. So that's why they're so confused by, like, weird modern technology or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like the pizza place. So that's the fucking story. And I gotta say, that adds, like, so much That adds to layers the, that like, I didn't know I needed. Isn't there a new Toy Story coming out? Honestly, after the third one, there's been so many different, like, specials and little things that I don't know. Oh, really? Like, I know there's, like, Toy Story 4 happening or did happen. I, I don't, don't know why really they know. would need to do it after they made Andy go to college and then he gave the toys to that, like, little girl. I wish they would just kind of, like, let it go. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like, is Tom Hanks really down? Maybe he is. <laughs> I guess he is. We should just, you know, add more. I know we're getting Incredibles too, but, you know, we should keep Ugh, adding to that. When does that come out? It, that one, like... I think that's next year. The fact that it took so long for that movie to get a sequel. Like, that yeah. was one of the best Pixar movies. Gotta have another Moana, you know? Yes! Another Wally. Come on. If we don't get another Moana... Moana was at fucking Pride, okay? And it yeah. was everything I ever needed. <laughs> ever. I could just have more of every other one. If you need to watch Cars, you know, we'll see that. I know. I want to see Cars and stuff just so I can get the vibe of the third movie. Okay? Yeah. It's just like, there's no animals in Cars. I know. It's just we Cars. Just watched, I don't know if we talked about it, but we watched Sing and like that was animated animals and I was yeah. here for it. I definitely liked Secret Life of Pets more than Sing, but Sing yeah. was still cute. And then there was, was definitely auto tune as fuck though. And Zootopia too. That was another one that we yeah. watched. You know, I'm here for all these animated these animals. furry movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally fuck? what they are. They're just movies for furries. Secret Life of Pets wasn't like a furry movie, but like fucking Zootopia and Zootopia Sing was, was. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> all right, I think this is a good time to transition to some questions. All right, but first, a word from our sponsor. So this episode is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, and you know, Fourth of July is upon us. Very I can't quickly. believe that. And, you know, what's better than getting some star-spangled puss and <laughs> lighting some fireworks off in the goddamn bedroom? You know? Oh, my God. Am I right? Am I right? Get your cherry pie. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, so, Chris, what is the deal that we have? Yeah, if you want some, you know, special something to uh, share in the bedroom, we've got a deal for you at adamandeve.com. Just use code CWC and it will get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, Three free adult DVDs and a free mystery gift. There's a lot of intrigue there. So go to adamandeve.com and use code CWC to get that deal. 
We also want to give a shout out to Exo Jinx Photography on Instagram, who is based in Central Florida and does cosplay photography and is open to shoot if you have any cosplay needs and you need somebody to take those photos for your Patreon and shit, you know? Yeah, so if you need any more information, need to hire a photographer, just go on Instagram to Exo Jinx Photography. All right, guys, we'll kick it off with the Patreon questions from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel if you want to help support the show, which, by the way, I highly suggest sticking around for bench time if you usually don't because oh, it is fucking hilarious we this week. were like screaming we were laughing <laughs> yeah i was chortling <laughs> loudly while writing this bitch list so please listen please stick around bitches you're in for it all right so we got some questions here first one is from jennifer holds who said how do you sleep at night <laughs> and <laughs> it's like is that like genuinely like air conditioner what side of the bed or is it like how do you sleep at night like, I don't <laughs> doing know. what you do <laughs> jennifer tell me <laughs> well i sleep on my side primarily <laughs> Ooh, yeah same yeah. i have a body pillow that's i don't really know man i don't know uh i mean we don't sleep with the top sheet because honestly fuck that piece of shit okay like, if anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast favors the top sheet you can get the fuck out of my honestly app. i used to use a top sheet and then i started dating you and then you were like no fuck that and then i was like wow you're right this is stupid it just ends up at the bottom of your bed what is the fucking point it's just a waste of fabric i don't know why they <laughs> even include it it just makes sheets more expensive and it's fucking useless <laughs> i have so many fucking unresolved thoughts you have a lot of feelings like honestly the only thing i ever use a top sheet for is when i need to like put down a sheet when i'm like doing something else like, yeah exactly we and have you're it like oh there. you have this top sheet that you never sleep with all right and then we got two questions from nathan and megan which are kind of in the same wheelhouse so wheelhouse wheelhouse okay. why did i say that who I am i washboard abs <laughs> like what is this so essentially uh it's about uh moving to a new place from your hometown and reestablishing a some sort of social circle or people to hang out with or resolving like being lonely or whatever. resolving being lonely finding a relationship you know things of that nature all right honestly it took us so fucking long to get a solid social group here like we moved out here and you had one friend from mm -hmm. youtube mm -hmm. which was like very nice you know somebody to like meet up with us on the first day and be like hey here you are yeah and like it's just it i remember feeling so discouraged because I thought, like, okay, well, how do, like, people do this all the time? Like, how do extroverted people, you know? Like, Especially just since, like, around. you know, we're not in school, which is a big primary contributor of working yeah. or finding a friend group. And, like... I wasn't we, working you, at home. Or you, I was working at home. You were working at home. And then, like, I was, like, when we first got here, I did, like, a temporary three-week job. So, like, I was, like, yeah. this is not really going to be, like, something I'm probably going to find a long-term friend from. So... Yeah. I mean, honestly, the internet, yeah, this internet. podcast, actually, like two of our like closest friends, we met through this podcast because exactly. they listened and like that was incredible. But the internet is literally how I've met probably like 90% of my friends. Yeah. And like a few years ago, that would have been like uncool to say. And like now it's just normal. Like that's just what you do because say it time it's easy to meet people. Yeah, I'll say it time and time again, like instead of like going out and like 
starting up conversation like trying to hopefully find people that like have similar interests than you that you do like you go online you find like there's a fucking community for literally everything yeah so like you go online you find that community you find people that are in your area within that community and then boom friends it's like, amazing build a social circle that way yeah it's really and, great like, tool if you're in this situation and you're feeling really lonely like i'm telling you even though like for the longest time i was like oh my god like we're not making any friends here like especially this is when really i started hard. working from home too it was like just the both of us it's in like, our how apartment are we gonna meet like people? it was a lot and like i don't know some settings like it's really impossible and like i said like people here are very introverted like there's not a lot of people that will the most like social interaction i've had with strangers has been at like fucking like events like pride and stuff like that yeah. you know what i mean because people are feeling like more community based yes but like you know you're not gonna like have like honestly people think it's weird to like compliment someone here honestly it's very odd I'm, I'm used to east coast where everybody's just like yelling at each other yelling or like striking up conversation yeah. with people in lines always I don't, happens i don't need yelling of course yeah well, i'm not here for that but like it, it will happen and then it's just it, it does take time but like honestly the internet like find subreddits find like instagram i've met so many people just from instagram because I don't know, like, they'll show up on your, you know, explore page because you're in the same location, and then you follow their Instagram, you do a couple of likes here and there, the DMs happen, and boom, you have new friends. Like, it, yeah. it'll happen, I promise. It does take time, and, like, don't feel weird if, like, it does take a while because, you know, it fuck shit happens. Yeah, and, you know, you usually find somebody through, like, work or, yeah. like, school, depending on what you're doing right now. Yeah, me, no, but, like, <laughs> most people, yeah. Most people with jobs out there. Yeah. All right, so the next question is, will you ever make YouTube videos again? I miss you and Chris on video. I'm not going to say never. I just, I don't, I really right don't foresee it no happening point. soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, will she come in hot in a few years? <laughs> I don't know. YouTube has to change. Because honestly, like, I was just talking to my friend Steph about this. Like, YouTube in 2017, I don't know. It's like a whole atmosphere. And I don't, I don't know if I'm, like, really loving it right now. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I hope this isn't coming across, like, pretentious. Because I know I have a lot of friends that are still doing it. And they're making great content. It just wasn't fulfilling for me anymore. And I just want to, like, really emphasize that. Like, a lot of people still get so much love and joy and, like, gratitude from doing it and it's just a personal thing for me like it's yeah. not gonna apply to everyone okay but like i don't know i just i'm not there's nothing about it right now that's like really miss i'm really feeling like i'm missing out on um but i do feel bad for people that like you know do miss me online well on youtube at least because i'm yeah. still fucking online we're here because <laughs> like i i do genuinely feel bad about that because you know i i understand like i would be upset if like a creator that i really liked or whatever yeah. you know left because that would i suck. think that people would probably miss the most just like since you're still here like a presence online like your recommendations on makeup yeah i feel like i don't really om i almost like don't have an outlet for that anymore and i still like people will literally ask like what's your you know skincare routine but like it's a question for this podcast i'm like chris can't answer this you know what i mean <laughs> so well actually <laughs> i mean you could actually but like they'll usually ask like just for me and like i do feel weird because like that's not this podcast but like 
I, I, there's some aspects of YouTube that I do miss because I feel like it did give me an outlet for like those types of recommendations. Yeah, absolutely. But right now I'm not really foreseeing it happening. However, I do want to get into live streaming again, especially when I'm doing art. I think that would be really fun. And I feel like that's kind of like YouTube in a way, you know, yeah, like if it's, it's just like video. A, if it's like a live stream that is just like you doing it, then like, you know, that's a time when you would like bring up that kind of, yeah. Cause like, like I could shit. be painting and telling you guys what I'm putting on my face. Like it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Just basically what moisturizer. <laughs> and stuff honestly <laughs> so the next question is an email question from paula who said what made you both use your private social media less slash share fewer things online i find myself often getting so caught up in wanting to share and document everything so i was wondering where you guys draw the line and what and what is private and what you want to share, especially now post YouTube, Rachel. <laughs> TM. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. We've really, uh, I feel like we've changed our social media habits a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. I've been really terrible at posting anywhere at all, except for Twitter, because I love Twitter with all of my heart. Yeah. I've been really trying now to get into Snapchat and post more frequently to Instagram because I would do like one photo a week. I want to get a little bit better on there, but God, I do like one a week. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I did a lot like this weekend because we actually did things. But like, yeah. fuck, I don't know. Like, I'm not eating enough like overpriced toast <laughs> to take Instagram pics. Oh my god, the fact that we actually found a restaurant in LA that was like, hey, here's avocado toast that's eighteen dollars and just avocados with sliced radish on it. Like, I was like, I make this at home every day, and it's even more elevated than this. Like, yeah. I'm so confused. Oh, that's what people are talking about. Um, us millennials. But anyway. <laughs> So there was a point in our history where we were doing like daily vlogging and then we would put it all together for a week. Ye old word vomits. Now that honestly made me quiver when you said that because <laughs> not in, in a bad way, because honestly that was like the darkest period of my Literally, life. Literally that was like probably the lowest point. That was like junior. My mental year, health right? was the fucking worst. Yeah. I was suicidal. I had not been in therapy yet. I was like at the height of like my, you know, self harm and it was just bad. It was just a fucking bad time. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that I got a lot of my validation from the internet's opinion of what my life was like and what I was doing and how they thought my friends were and, you know, my relationship and all these things. Yeah. And I was really, like, invested in other people's opinions. And a lot of these people were pe people that, like, I'm never even going to meet. Like, I value your opinions of people online, strangers. But you have to like get to a point where that's not what you're seeking. Like I now know that like at the end of the day, I have my partner, the love of my life, who is my family. And I have my amazing friends who are also like my family. And the opinions of those people are the only ones that I really have to worry about because they are the people that are like here in my life all the time and exactly it's healthier that way and like fuck that's how we all used to be you know and i'm not like anti-social media at all i'm no, not yeah it's just that like when you go to a, when you get to a point where like i'm sure any vlogger who has ever made content ever experiences this like you you open you up you don't have to be a vlogger just anyone yeah. that's like everyone's gonna fall victim to this you open up your life more you the more details you share like the more that like just just the nature of the internet you open yourself up to like negative negativity like possibly coming at you like i could never imagine sharing if i ever had a kid yes i would never post anything ever like literally never post it, anything like i wouldn't even tell people I had a child. <laughs> because they'd be like... But then it would be like a scandal. Like, oh my God, Rachel's hiding a child. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I don't know how people do it, honestly. Like, 
I have some friends that have kids that like they do it in a way where they only share like it on their private accounts. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like every once in a while they'll just be like, hey, like here's my kid. But like it's just not like oversaturation. Like you know everything they're feeding, like all this stuff. Yeah. Just because like people are fucking wild with, you know, accusations about literally everything. But like, fuck, I don't know. The way that I see it is like when I started like this whole internet stuff, it was because I really liked attention to be fucking honest with you i was miserable in my life i was being abused at home i didn't have friends and i needed people to pay attention to me i needed people to like want to listen to me and like be concerned for me and all these things and now i've found my people and i'm less like i just am less focused on it and like it used to be like to a point where i i would feel so like worthless if I had nothing to post online because I felt like I had to prove that my life was like this like wonderfully like wild and crazy and spontaneous like always doing all these that's things that's where like the like quote unquote like edgier ranty content came out of that whole yeah. kind of mind space as well I was just like not in a good place and like I used to honestly think of everything as with the intention to like post it online. And now I have, and I wish I could tell you guys, cause like the people that listen to this podcast, like I genuinely like, I, the way I picture this is like, you guys are here sipping coffee with me. Like you're my fucking yeah. friend. Again, like, you know, you guys have been like, not that your YouTube community was bad or anything like that, no. but like this podcast community has just been like the greatest group of people ever, yeah. you know? And you guys so are fantastic. like, I wish I could like share everything that I'm going through right now, like currently, but it's also like, what's wild is like, I really enjoy that I have all these moments going on in my life, you know, currently or in the past or whatever. And they're for me, man. Like they're yeah. just for me. And it's, it's so easy to nice. get swept up in like the act of like posting tons of stuff. Even if you're just like a Facebook person who's constantly posting things on Facebook, it's so easy to like, get caught up in just like sharing all these moments but so, like i enjoy it sounds so stupid because we still share like here's the thing like i fucking posted what like three photos on instagram today you know what i'm saying yeah like, we're and, like, still sharing things but the way that i see it now is like i used to share things like in as, as they were happening as i was still working through them with no like constructive view on it like just very like i don't know raw like, and it's it's like you there's there's a there's something to be said about the vulnerability of that kind of sharing but also, I like now that I, I like I, I live my life. I have a private life. I have a lot going on that I don't tell people, and it's for me, and I process it. And if there's something that teaches me a lesson that I want to share with you guys, because I want to genuinely be like that or older gives sister a funny or whatever, story or an anecdote or yeah, something like that, then I share it. But after I've like worked through it, you know, that's like why like I haven't been kind of like documenting this entire like transition of my mental health lately. Yeah, I was just gonna say like you know, it's not like we don't talk about things in oh, our lives yeah. we because talk like about personal we shit. just like talked about it earlier in the show about your whole like mental health update you know what i mean like yeah i just the way that i'm doing i don't know i enjoy right now like there used to be a point where if i was hanging out with someone anyone didn't have to be like another youtuber or anything like just anyone i felt like oh i have to capture this because people need to know that i'm being social and i have friends and all this shit that was honestly really heavy like when we first moved here yeah because i didn't fucking know anyone and i was embarrassed and you know, people were like, oh my God, like she's not leaving her apartment. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm also fucking broke and I have no friends. And honestly, I'm depressed and you're pointing it out and it fucking sucks and it's real. But like, I don't know now. It just, 
it doesn't fucking matter. I'm having like my life and I'm living it and it's great. I don't know. It just like it's it really happened. shitty. That's probably part of the reason why I kind of wanted to leave YouTube to be honest yeah. because it's like when you are on YouTube I feel like it's they it's that like that's what you're expected to do unless you have like a very like genreed channel. Yeah. Like if you're like doing architecture you're but not really like, if you're like in the avenue of YouTube that you were in, it's not like the package is not just the YouTube content. It's like it's, it's, you. it's expected to be the whole thing. You, the personality, all your social channels always being like performance. And here is like I my like life curated for your enjoyment. I hope now we're liking what I'm posting online because I feel like I'm posting stuff now like be, the way like everything I post is because I want to and I like it and it's I'm I still have like I I don't know like I do I even have like branding anymore like I don't know I genuinely don't know it's not like I've had a manager in a while like I haven't had a manager for like a couple years now or like a year and I haven't been I mean, like, like sitting here like thinking of myself as a fucking brand anymore I'm just like yeah I'm here I'm I like talking about mental health because it's something I deal with and I want to help people I like talking about being bi because there's no fucking visibility sometimes and I want to talk about it and I post stupid memes yeah <laughs> that's that's it <laughs> I, I don't know overall I have a lot of feelings about it like I I, I don't know I think there's something also to be said about like having things that are going on and you're like you're not telling anyone like i don't know it's just it's nice it's nice to have moments for just yourself like you know, in general so i'm that bitch that really likes to just hang out by myself too like yeah. i enjoy my myself and my time with myself you <laughs> this is a very to, selfish topic but whatever you used to use like way back in the day you used to use tumblr as like basically like a diary but it was available for the world almost yeah because I wanted people to feel bad for me. That I was know. it. Like you're you're not going to tell me that there's not some level of that sometimes when you're blogging. Like you I remember like I made like a private Tumblr because I was really grappling with my sexuality. Like do you remember this? Yes. And fucking I would talk about and I let people follow it because it was like my Tumblr at that point was getting like a lot of like weird attention and I didn't like it, but I also still wanted people to like see my sad you know, posts about, like, the abuse I was going on, like, at home and, you know, like, stuff going on with, like, people at school and, you know, the sexuality stuff. I wanted people to pay attention. It was because I was... One, I mean, there's also the fact that I did want to make, like, friends. Like, I wanted friends to care for me, too. You know, yeah. like, it wasn't all just, like, I want attention. But, like, it, it really was. Like, I'll be fucking honest with you. Like, at the time, I just, I wanted that attention. I wanted that pity because I was just, like, not willing to, like build myself back up like i was like i need other people to tell me that i'm worth it because i don't i'm not feeling worth it and i wasn't doing anything to like actually get help i don't know this is getting really fucking real and deep right now i'm really revealing (laughs) we're going in but like that that was like i had like basically like a public slash private diary you know what i mean exactly and i remember like someone in my fucking college like leaked it and posted it on facebook and like shared it with people and there were like all these posts about how like i was just like desperate to go down on a girl like all this shit and i was so afraid that my parents were gonna see it i was so afraid that people from like my high school were gonna see it because some of them shared it and uh it was a fucking mess and now i have a therapist and a real diary like a physical book and yeah i don't know you know that it's really shitty to bring up the phrase like you know look up from your devices kind of thing. I know because like, we're so not that no, type of person. No, absolutely. I'm on I my phone like all the fucking time. There's like, a difference between like 
loving loving social media or getting all of your self-worth from social media and i feel like i'm at a very healthy point in my social media career and i really am enjoying it like yeah it's it's not like there is i used to feel so much anxiety checking social media before and now exactly. i just like i genuinely look forward to seeing the weird funny shit you guys tweet me and like the funny things that you tag me in on instagram i know i've <laughs> talked about this before but like it's in the it's just yeah i feel like i'm in a really healthy place in a lot of ways you know yeah social media especially i don't know i could talk about social media and all of the nuances social media forever, discourse forever just because like the whole calm major in me is just like yeah fuck. <laughs> All right, next question is, how did you finally commit on getting a tattoo? I've wanted the timeline swirl, question mark, from Life is Strange for the longest time. <gasps> cool. But I can't decide where or when. Yeah, because that's, like, pretty minimal, too. Like, it's just got, like, a spiral. That, that would be really cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, like, changed the place that I wanted mine so many times. And the reason why was because I was just still so convinced that, like, I needed to have it somewhere where I couldn't be showing with clothing. Yeah, just like, like hey, employers, like, what? But I'm like, how, when the fuck am I going to have a job that requires me to do that? Like, let's be honest. Historically, it just isn't happening. And it was also, like, I don't know. I wanted to put it in an area that, like, I I, I used to want, like, a rib tattoo. And, like, now I'm like, that's a dumb idea for me because these boobs are constantly going places you know and i think the, it, the first one should be somewhere it. where you're seeing it a lot yeah i want to see it so that's why i'm doing like my uh like the outside of my like lower forearm thing yeah what is what even is my body at this point <laughs> i'm just like so happy do because you know where you're trying to get yours i don't know where i want mine yet but i'm still just like really happy that like you literally it down when i got the when you gave me the idea you gave Did it, I to give me. it you gave it to me yeah and like it was I knew just it like should be something weather related. It was like a euphoric moment, and now I'm just like so set in it. I'm like, yes, this is absolutely the tattoo that I need on my body. And now that I know that, I want to get it. I want to know where. Like, I just don't. Do you know want it where. to be somewhere visible? Can you do that at Amazon? Yeah, I feel like you fucking. Yeah, can, yeah, right? yeah. They yeah. wear sweatpants. Yeah, literally. The, what dress code? Like, <laughs> yeah, true. So I def I don't know where I want to get it yet, but I definitely want to get it like soonish. Because that would, I know what I want, and like it would be a simple one. It's not that expensive. Yeah, it's gonna or anything. be like, like how big are you thinking? Because it's a symbol. I don't know, like like quarter size or like a little, bigger. a little bit bigger than a quarter size, yeah, like like a half dollar. Yeah, you know, let's talk in weird currency we don't use anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> have you even touched a half dollar? I have touched one, it's but like not in a long time. It's like you all have once in your life, like a two dollar bill. A t- do we actually have twenties? Like a twenty dollar bill. Okay, listen. What? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> you I mean like the not... most common bill you get out of an ATM? <laughs> okay, can I be honest? I can't physically remember the last time I touched a paper bill. <laughs> I am a debit card binge. Yo, it's Like, real. honestly, when's the last time I have had cash? The, the, in all this the city? businesses in, in this, this city, like, they all have the stupid little square thing that you yeah, just Yeah, I, ne- I can't remember. I honestly could not tell you the last time I didn't use my car to pay for something. That's fucked up. That is really fucked That's up. That's really weird. <laughs> that used to be, like, an everyday thing. I mean, I was handling money all the time at Starbucks. Yeah. Now I'm handling my own how the fuck did we get here from i don't know anyway basically the way that i see it with tattoos is like you're gonna find that idea and it's gonna hit you and you're gonna be like yes i need this and it will probably take a little bit of time but also like sometimes you don't have to put as much pressure as you think but i say that it is also permanent so be (laughs) careful i don't know you know what i mean it's just 
It'll happen, I promise. You, if you get the idea... <laughs> this is, I haven't even got my first tattoo yet. I feel like I'm not qualified. <laughs> but like, I feel like if you get the idea and it's something that you're just like, wow, I really love this. Like, it doesn't have to have a special meaning, whatever. It's just if you like, love it. Do you guys think I really have, like, a deep fucking feeling about a palm leaf? I don't. It's just beautiful. And you I mean, you again, haven't looked up the entire history of the palm tree, palm leaf, and, like, figured just, out what it means? It's beautiful, and I like it, and it's one of my favorite things to paint, and I know I'm never going to be sick of a goddamn leaf. And yeah. that's it. That's all I'm doing. You'll find, like, as to where you put it, you know, if it's something you really love, I'm sure you'll love it no matter where I'm like, it okay, is on your so body. I'm probably going to get that one on my, my arm. Like, my second tattoo, I don't know where... I. I I don't know where I'm going to get it. Like, yeah. At that point, I might do a rib, you know? Mm-hmm. I really want to get, like, a minimalist nude, like that one painting I have in my apartment. Like, I want True. something like that, but that one I that would, would so have cool. a little bit more hidden just because, like, you know, in case it's a problem anywhere, you never know if I'm I... ever going to end up on TV, maybe. <laughs> no, call me. <laughs> That's what makeup's for. <laughs> Can you have a tattoo on Food Network? You gotta be you able gotta, to. You think Ina Garden has like a full sleeve that we don't know about? <laughs> like, yo, that's what she's got underneath. What if that she has like a sick photo? thigh tat? Like, do you think Ina Garden has a full leg like map of tattoos? I would love that. And it's that. all like I love that you French it a map of tattoos. I was thinking of Vampire Diaries. I'm dead serious. <laughs> the Hunter's Mark. All right, so retweet this. If you think Ina Garden has a leg tat, let me know. All right, and so I think the last question before we fully lose our shit <laughs> is, this is probably going to apply to you because you're in an office. Wow. How do you make shitty office Keurig coffee taste better? You don't. Oh, you really that's don't. a bold answer. Like, <laughs> it's just like something that can't be fixed. You know, I don't even have a Keurig at my office. Like, it's a big carafe thingy carafe yeah alex carafe oh my god and it's starbucks coffee and it's burnt as fuck and honestly going to get coffee is just more of like the actual like process of going to get coffee the ritual ritual, instead of actually drinking it because i'll take like three sips realize that is trash and then be like i can't do anything else to this honestly i should take like a creamer with me to work i know i don't don't know why why the fuck i haven't done that honestly what do you do drink it black yeah, I do because like that's why you have heartburn, you little fuck. Well, I I'm I don't know why I didn't put the pieces together. Listen, I'm still upset because I was having things stolen from me in <gasps> my fridge. Is that still happening? No, I, I'm in a different building now. But like <laughs> you <laughs> left that that person behind. That's still somebody was stealing things from me. If you're using a Keurig. The only thing I can say is, like, you have to put it on, like, the smallest cup setting, you know? Yes. It's basically, like, you get one shot of, like, okay coffee instead of, like, really watery, distilled, diluted. Even, like, the big setting doesn't even give you that much in the end. Like, Like, what is... Who's who's in this market? Like, I'm just confused. Like, if you want, like, a nice, rich, bold cup of coffee in, like, a decent, like, 16-ounce size, like, you're never... Why have a... Keurigs are big in office settings. Like when I well, was like when I was unemployed or when easy. I was laid off and I was doing some random temp jobs, like there was always a Keurig in the office. It's because it's like less messy. Yeah, then you just pop in a pod. You just yeah. pop in the pod and then bop you pop. Look, it's it's gonna take some time. Honestly, my best advice for you is to uh go out and get yourself a cup of coffee on your Bring bed. some coffee with you to work. You True. Know. That's what Chris does. Yeah, just get one of those little like four cup coffee makers. 
You're golden. What if you put one on your desk? <gasps> That's a good life hack. Yo. Yo. Ooh, get yourself yeah. a little, like, desk, like, dorm room coffee maker situation. That, that works perfectly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We went a lot of places I didn't know we were going to in this one, but yeah, hey, we're we here. didn't cover a lot of topics that we were going to cover. We'll do that next week. Yeah. But Hopefully uh, we'll be more well-rested <laughs> and able to speak. Yes. Please stay tuned for Binge Time because it's going to be a wild ride. But thank you, guys. We will see you next Monday. Wow. Bye. Bye. So, benches, listen, we we were at a loss of what to do with you this week, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, because we didn't have a lot of time. And so Chris was like, why don't we just fucking find out what the anagram is of everyone's name? Because that's always fun. And, and it was a riot. We picked the weirdest one for each of you. Okay. Yes. Some of you are an enigma, which we will get into. Yes. This might be longer than usual. This is going to be a long episode of the pod, honestly. I don't think anybody's upset. All right. So we're starting off with Jenna Coulter, who is uncleaner jot. <laughs> Ishbel Mendez is embellished zen. Valerie Molina is a manlier olive. Whoa, he's beefy. Emily Sweeney is a weenie slimy. Melanie Weldon is enameled wino. Ooh. Wow. Alex Capraro is a coral apex. Shannon Shires is a harshness is on. <laughs> Alicia McKee is Micah Kale Ice. That sounds like a Whole Foods snack. Specialty for $7. Kimberly Proza is Zebra Milky Pro. <laughs> Sarah Booth is Taboo Harsh. Us earlier. <laughs> Emma Corbeil is Embrace Limo. Angelica Fleas is Anglicized Flea. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Okay. Uh, Nathan Braden is Bean Hand Rant. Oh my god. Like you in 2012 making a video. Like. Honestly. <laughs> Leslie Wright is sewer lightly. How do you sewer roughly? I want to know. <laughs> Alexandria Taylor is era dollar anxiety, which I can appreciate. That's relatable. Renee Medina is a needier men. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, Gwen Stowe is we gown sty. <laughs> Victoria Thu is a gear tit vow. You know, I had to pick the tit one. <laughs> Sloan Fuller is a feels unroll, which is definitely like the title of a John Green book, I feel. <laughs> Kat Schultz is cash klutz. Megan Burrell is limb and large. <laughs> Kim Greeley is eek m girly. Jason Gonzalez is sleazy and oozing. <laughs> I am living. I'm dying. I hope you shit. <laughs> Lindsay Torlina is It's Only Ireland. What the fuck? <laughs> Jess Adams is Sassed Jam. Ooh, sassy. This is my favorite one. Megan Oxley is Manage Ye Locks. That really should be. <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is Doomsday Bliss Toy, a.k.a. our Adam and Eve sponsorship. <laughs> Kennedy Rochelle is cleanly neater. A lot. M. Samek is Mike Sek Me. <laughs> Rebecca Edmondson is Kosher Abdomen Den. Taryn Parker is Ran Prey Trek, which the is sequel. the sequel to Eat Pray Love. <laughs> Alana Barbosa is Banana Labsor. <laughs> Lutzi is Clue I. I'm sorry. We didn't have a lot to go on there. <laughs> Megan Ashley is He My Lasagna. <laughs> he My Lasagna. <laughs> Emily Tormey <laughs> Emily Tormy is ye lit memory, <laughs> which is just a lot. Sony Vaz Brune is nervous bonsai. <laughs> you? So, 
Sabrina Hughes is banish a gusher, which is Chris because he hates them. Yep. Fiona is Ofen. Stephanie Oliver is It's Evil Earphone. <laughs> Juanita Cara is Tiara Jan Ark. Annie Wynn is Nay Jeannie Nunn. Cassandra Lee <laughs> is Anal Caressed. Amazing. I hope you love that. Emma Nigren is My Green Man. <laughs> Courtney Hall is a country hell, aka America. Trump's America. Trump's America. Be- Becca Jansen is jab can scenes. <laughs> Angela Sue is a sea lung. Aaron Bray is rain by Ray. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking fragrance. <laughs> Jade Goshi is sad ho I jog. Amazing. <laughs> My Elizabeth is jabs heel time. <laughs> Talia Miller is lame lit liar. Margarita is Tierra Graham. Avery Labelson is anally verbose. And just impeccable. Anthony Hood is annoy doth ho. <laughs> Shakespeare who? Liz Holbrook is O'Krill Bozo. Madison Greer is ignore dreams. <laughs> Megan Preyus is a mean grasp. Corey Springfield is reinforced rig lisp. <laughs> Jackson who is a wax hood jar. Bridget Carey Davis is diverse Bacardi grit. Ooh. Ash Roselle is hell sores. <laughs> Me when I enter. Jackie Burkhart is urethra jab kick. Interesting. Beth Fonseca is fact B nosh. Wow, I love Life is Strange. <laughs> Ian Murphy is rainy hump. <laughs> Kendall Berg is L. Dank Berg. Okay. <laughs> Chloe Ireland is Lance Her Oil. <laughs> Taco Roach is Coco Heart. Camellia Malky is I'm a Kale Clam. <laughs> With two eyes and I'm, I'm sorry. Amanda Pete is Manatee Pad. Caitlin Whalen is Tweak Nanny Hell. <laughs> Cody Robinson is Dry <laughs> Onion Cobs. <laughs> Lauren Chavone is casual heron vine. I feel like that is a vine I've seen. <laughs> Dana Daly is in a lady hand. Claire Wood is cola weirdo. Anna Hernandez is arena hand zen. Vlynn and Drew are ward vend Lynn. <laughs> Mackenzie Knight is eczema night kink. <laughs> Me with my dermatitis. And Rachel Evans is leech ravens. Fantastic. That was a lot. I think everybody else on the bench list is anally caressed. Yeah. <laughs> or anally verbose, whatever yes. it was. Um, we got Allison Francois. <laughs> Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. That was a wild ride. We're definitely doing that again. There's definitely more anagrams for new benches. There's so. some people where they only had one, so I'm so sorry, but... We're going to do that again. Okay. That was wild. That was like, you know, the clickbait titles. Yeah. Level. (laughs) So many clickbait titles. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening and supporting the show. We We love love you. you, And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.